community Facebook groups. Matthew, are you ready? I was born ready. And here we go. Be sure to visit soundmind.app, peachjar.com, and nickelstrategies.com. Advocating for public education, sharing our stories, and celebrating our schools, students, and staff. From crisis communications to media relations, social media, and everything in between, we're here to give you the best strategies, tools, and techniques to help you help others. Welcome to the School PR Podcast, brought to you by Peach Jar, Sound Mind, and Nickel Strategies. Here's your hosts, Matthew Jennings and Ryan Ferran. All right, it is us, Matthew Jennings, yep. Ryan Ferran. You're here. You probably thought the beginning of the podcast was a trigger warning. Facebook community <laughs> groups. <laughs> They're a tough one, right, Matthew? They can, uh, they can cost a lot of time and energy for some people. They really can be. Yeah, they, they can be uh, they can be anxiety inducing for sure. I think you were right about it. <laughs> we should have put a trigger warning in there, a little disclaimer, because they can cause some anxiety. And I think we probably all... I mean, I don't know, I guess I can't say all of us, I can't say a blanket statement like that, but I know many of us have gone through some trial and tribulation trying to figure out the best way to proceed forward when these kind of groups pop up. And I think you and I have some good ideas. Yeah. And we're actually going to, because we are such positive people, we're going to go positive with community Facebook groups. Yep. We know they can uh, cause us some long hours and frustration what they allow to be posted in there. And then is anyone moderating this? And there, there's a lot of issues and, you know, there's probably not a consensus on when should you comment as your school district? When should you reply? When should you not? I mean, I think some people, if it's getting out of hand, yeah, hop in there and just provide some facts, I think is a good strategy if you're, but you don't really want to get in the day to day of monitoring, monitoring community Facebook groups because, you know, that's a, that's a long day and there's a lot of stuff in there, but, um, I even know of people, Matthew, that have connected with the moderators and just mm -hmm. tried to build a relationship and understand what they're allowing, what they're not allowing and provide some factual information. And some moderators are much better than others with that communication. Some mm -hmm. love the train wreck and that's why they created the group. Some just are really doing the community a service and trying to provide it. And really, some of the groups are are just for the schools and just for the that school district, which you know it's can be another level of frustration and um, the like. But um, I guess we'll start with the negative when you when you've approached those Matthew when they're kind of going off the rails in some mm -hmm. group that you're not an admin of, but you just, all your communities in there and they're seeing stuff. Where do you kind of stand on? I should weigh in. I shouldn't. And where where are you at? Yeah, I really, uh, two things. One, in a previous district where I had that pop up, um, I didn't stick my nose in it too much unless there was blatant misinformation. Like I remember one time there was um, somebody who was really upset. They wanted to come to public comment and they asked, you know, how to go about that. And the person that had responded, this is what you need to do, obviously had never been to public comment and it, it was just not right. They would go to an online forum and film some, st some stuff out. It just... You know, that was one example. Then another one actually board meeting related as well. Somebody asked when uh, the board meeting was going to happen. Totally different meeting. And they said like 530 or something like that. That was closed session. 
not mm. for the public. So I didn't want that poor person to come in there and sit around for two hours waiting for the board meeting to start. So I, I would go in when it was just really blatantly, you know, misinformed, um, just really kind tone and always point back to the source of information. I, it wasn't just me popping in there like, oh, our board meetings are so-and-so. It was me popping in there telling, you know, the correct information, but then here is where you can go find out where the agenda is, the time of the meeting, location of the meeting, all that information, pointing back to the, to the space that it's in. Yeah, I think that's a good rule of thumb. If you can correct factual errors, there's no harm in that. That's kind of a, you're safe. The little bit more gray area comes in when they start bashing a yep. school or they never care about kids or they, they kind of those general statements that aren't true, but it's not, you know, and, and sometimes they'll mention a teacher's name or mm -hmm. administrator's name. And that's where it gets a little bit more dicey and you have to think it through. It does. Um, so th those are tougher ones, but um, I, I do want to talk about, uh, yeah, go ahead, Matthew. Well, I'll share, I'll share what I did in, in that situation in, in a previous district where uh, a parent had started, started one of these public forums and it did turn into that. There was a lot of that taking place and it, it just kind of was this negative space. And I did, I filed under the camp that you mentioned earlier and I reached out to the moderator and uh, it was a, a woman, a very well-intentioned parent who I could see actually struggled with how to moderate that space because it did get negative and there was some toxicity in there. And I could see she was, she was also struggling with how to keep that mm -hmm. out of the space. But then also you really can't in a lot of those ways, this is freedom of speech and you, you open up the form. So uh, what I did was I reached out to the moderator and I said, Hey, you know what? I'm noticing that there's a lot of just misinformation. I'm noticing there's just a lot of kind of vengeful stuff out there and not, a, not most of it is, is not true. And I said, what I'd really love to do is meet with you. If we could set up a meeting once a month, uh, you come in with hot topics. I'll talk to you about the hot topics I'll see. I'll talk to you about upcoming board meetings. Uh, any help I can give you, any help you can give me. And I said, I'd love to give you my cell phone number too. So if there are things that are popping off in the social media feed, just text me. And if you need links to information, I'll provide it. And it ended up being really fantastic. And then what came of that was, uh, and I should have mentioned this earlier too, one of the other things I did when I had those negative spaces, what I found... I, was that I found parent advocates and I, I didn't put them into the spaces to like go put themselves in the line of fire because I, I don't, I don't want, I don't want the angry mob to show up at some poor parent's house, right? Because they're mm -hmm. speaking, you know, good about their child's school and not negatively. But um, I would have kind of, you know, these positive, uh, you know, brand ambassadors out there in the space mm -hmm. as well, you know, talking about the good things and speaking up the good things, just a voice of reason. Uh, and so that's what I did. And, she came in, we met several times uh, before I ended up leaving that district. We met several times. Uh, we messaged a lot. And, and ultimately she, you know, we, we didn't strike up like a personal relationship, but she would talk to me about just general things with her kid in school and how things were going. And we ended up having this really healthy relationship. And what came of that was she was more of an advocate then and, and ultimately confided, you know, I just started this space because I felt like there was nowhere for parents to meet. Mm -hmm. And so we started this space and, and, it, and that's what my intention was. And as things bubbled up and came up, we would text back and forth. Um, and then she would get back in there and provide links and different things. And it wasn't just coming from me. Mm -hmm. It was coming from other parents in the space, which was ultimately what turned that around. And, and it, it ended up not being a, a negative toxic environment and the toxicity ended up splintering from that space. So they got a lot of parents in there. And the, the toxicity ended up splintering and starting their own kind of Facebook mm -hmm. group. 
but it did not have the same traction that initial group did. And it was all just kind of the negative energy swirling around mm -hmm. over there on the other group. And uh, honestly, I just, I just monitored it and never even dipped into that space at that point. And we kept it all in this other group that the intention really was like, let's talk, let's share ideas. Let's talk about board meetings. There was healthy discussion yeah. and debate in there. And that's okay. As long as it's healthy and relevant and, and we're not putting people down. Yeah. And I like what you said, like, a lot of these Facebook groups go out of control, but even the moderators, their original intent wasn't that they were trying to do a good thing, get some parents together. And then it just, they don't know how to manage it. It spirals out of control. There's freedom of speech. Like, what do mm -hmm. I moderate? What don't I? <laughs> um, so it, it's tough for them too. So, you know, there, there's a lot to it. So I, one of our first pieces of advice was, check to see which groups are in your community. Cause there's probably a couple you don't even know about. There's alumni groups, there's community groups, there's mm -hmm. could be something about the schools, your district. So there's a lot of them. Um, and you could have a very positive relationship and use those groups. Recently I post, we have a lot of powerful ones and they're sometimes they're more powerful and more reach than your own social media. And a lot of districts, they'll have thousands of people, and your page has 600 followers. So you can also post in those groups, your positive news. And usually they'll accept that and that's okay. And the, the reach you get on those is great. And then maybe they'll see your social media, they'll follow you. The other thing you can do is start your own community group for your school district, your schools, and you are the moderator. We actually have one that was started years ago by somebody else. And then I, that person left and I kind of became the moderator by default. And there's thousands of people in there. There's over 2000 people in there. So we post directly in there. I tell people full transparency. I'm the moderator. I work for the school district. This is a positive group. If you want to start your negative bash campaign, go to another page and do what you want. But you can also start your own community group. Um, you don't have to wait for other community groups and you can just say, Hey, this is positive for parent support. We're kind of creating it. And, uh, so there, there's lots of tactics, but it's not all negative. Um, and you can join groups as they, your school district page. So yeah. it doesn't have to be your own personal account. So there's some groups where you have to be, um, an individual, but there's other groups where you can actually join as an organization, a school district. So, um, you can post the link as the school district so people don't follow you back to your own social media and you know start chasing you down. So, so there's a lot of tactics that you can use and get the most out of them. Use mm -hmm. them to your advantage and make it positive. It's so true. And I even had a couple of brand ambassadors that had access to accounts that weren't public, but but that were closed off. Um, and, you know, I'm not suggesting this is what everyone does, but it was always helpful for me. They would just share if something really was bubbling up and kind of getting out of control in some more private space, uh, which I always found really helpful. Um, but, the, you know, the most dangerous feedback is the feedback you're not hearing. And that's that's one of the beautiful things of these these community you know, groups is that there's a lot of feedback being shared back and forth there. There's a lot of information you can glean. There's a lot of things. Look, we don't always get it right. You know, sometimes we get called out in these spaces. You know, maybe we tripped up or made a mistake or we didn't handle an issue exactly as, you know, maybe uh, the public perceived we should have. And it's really good to have that feedback. Um, and so sometimes it's just about monitoring. But I also want to say, like, don't drive yourself crazy with that either. You've got to find yeah. that healthy balance. 
Um, you know, we only have so much capacity and especially, you know, in some of the states that don't have the support for public relations that, that, that maybe others do. And, you know, you're a one person department um, in a lot of cases, too. You know, you don't have the capacity to be monitoring all the negative comments and all the social media feeds when you're just barely trying to keep up with your daily work and posting on your district feeds. So, you know, choose your threshold there and, and what you're able to, to take on. But uh, for me, it was always really interesting. You know, it's a little bit like Nextdoor, too. If you can get into the Nextdoor app and, and really oh. be able to monitor that, just the information you can glean back from that about what the community is talking about and what topics are important to them, it just helps as the communicator. It helps you keep a pulse on what your community is going through, really. I feel like next door is a great example of what we talked about where the original intent was positive build community. And then so it just bad. turned into the most absolute dumpster fire of a social media site. So bad. It's so bad. Like, and it's, it's a bummer too. Cause you know, I really enjoyed it at first and actually I still do. I'm on next door for my community and there's a lot of good stuff that comes across and like, Hey, I need a babysitter or Hey, you know, my ailing parent needs help, you know, and you, you get a lot of good stuff that comes out of that. Um, but yeah, the, I don't know. I just see a lot of blatant racism and, um, sexism and misogyny and just, it, it's, it's just, uh, it is a dumpster fire, I guess is a good way to put it. <laughs> I don't know if the good outweighs the bad, but I, 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 I can say that about all social media. I don't know if the good outweighs the bad. True. I I don't even, I stay off the next door now. Cause I'm just like, it's, it's gone so far that it's like, not even going to give it any credibility by being on there. Yeah, it's probably good. I like idea. your point though about ambassadors and like, you know, you don't need to start a, you know, specific program, but they're your PTA parents. They're the PTA parents, the ones that are involved or that you know a little bit that, you know, sometimes you need to nudge them and like, hey, this this is incorrect. Do you mind? I don't know. You don't want to put, like you said, exactly. put them in the, in the firing range, but those are always the best when you see it out of control, you know, it's wrong. And then somebody else chimes in before you can even do it. And that's like, mm -hmm. okay, there are some, yep. there are some common sense folks in our community and when they can do that. So that's almost, I kind of wait to see how big it gets and hopefully somebody else will chime in and be like, that's, that's not correct. Uh, those are always the best case scenarios when somebody does it for you. So true. It's like uh, when I would meet with parent groups too, like like great schools is another example of, of a space that sometimes gets really negative and schools get lowly, lower rated. Um, but what I tell my PTAs and my parent leaders are, you know, what we really need your help on. And again, not to put anybody in the middle, but just say like, if you're having a great experience with your child's school, with your child's teachers, with your child's administrators, with the campus, you know, go on to spaces like these community groups or, you know, great schools and just put a comment in there to that effect. You know, if, you're, if your experience is positive, um, we need to hear that as well. People need to see that. It needs to get out there. Um, you know, and it's like on great schools, you know, when you go to a when you go to a, you know, restaurant on Yelp, maybe it's got a four star rating. But, you know, the first review is really negative and you see the restaurants responded or you see the people below it are like, oh, my God, I love this place. I love this place. Well, it could have just been a bad experience with that one mm -hmm. individual. But those reviews and those comments really matter and 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 do impact so many of us on if we're going to go ahead and partake in that restaurant or not. And the schools are no different. So uh, those brand ambassadors, those parent leaders, you probably already connected with them. You're probably already meeting with them. Your superintendent's probably already meeting with them. You have their you have a captive audience at some point, uh, likely that you can just share like, Hey, if your experience is great, things are going really well. When you see opportunities to share that positive energy out there in the world, we really would love that.
Yeah, and as you're always good about pointing out, there's a lot of new people in the field. And if you don't know who those PTA parents are, start going to those meetings, start building relationships because you're going to need them. You're going to have to ask for them as Matthew just went over. So you got to build those relationships. It's not the principal's job. It's you need to know the kind of key players in your community. So the thing to do is you may know about one or two big community groups, but man, I'm telling you, if you start searching, Mm -hmm. there are tons and they are powerful. So our, one of our main points today is use those groups to your advantage and leverage them because especially if you're looking for more reach on social media, these groups are a great way to do it. I mean, there's alumni for your high school, like each year they do it by decades. Um, the swim team has something, the theater people have groups. There's, there's so many different groups that you could join, get in, see what they're talking about, uh, provide information updates. You know, we had the, the Rose queen in the Rose parade. So there was like three different community groups where I posted some video of that and everyone was, it was community pride. They loved it. And so we got so much more reach using those community groups than we would on our own. So that's the recommendation is really dive into those groups, monitor just <clears throat> to correct some bad information. And then, cause it could even be just like a registration date. Like they have that like a month off and you're like, no, like, Oh my goodness, we got to get you registered this month, not next month. So those things are key to enrollment and, and financing and, and all that sort of stuff. So yes, they could be the uh, bane of our existence, but they could really help you a lot. You know, one, one last thing I'll leave with Ryan. Uh, when I did set up the meeting with uh, the gal who was moderating that one particular group in my district, one of the things we agreed on early is that when I was going to send out district messaging, she was one of my immediate key communicators. So, you know, I would, I would work with the soup to, to draft it. I would get it out to my board first so that they would know, you know, something's going out district wide. This is what it says. And then it would go out to staff. But before it went out to parents, sometime around the staff level, I would send it to this gal so she could key up that social and she would, she would post it in there. Uh, and, and she doesn't look like a district shill because this is going to be posted on all of our websites. It's going mm-hmm. out to all the parents, but it's very possible that they'll see it in that space of social media in a way more immediately than maybe in their email. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just view it differently through social media than if they get an email from the district. So uh, I was sharing a little bit of an advanced uh, a notice on community communication with her as well, which was helpful. Yeah. If you would like to help us, we don't ask you much, but follow our social media, School PR mm-hmm. Podcast, Instagram, Facebook page, Twitter. We'll put some clips of the show and whatnot, some resources. So we do that. I saw Peach Jar Extra Credit with a, a new video. Yep. St. Louis, baby. St. Louis Public Schools, Carl and George. They're an amazing team. And I love those two guys. They're super fun to hang out with. Really fun to talk to. And we talked everything related to considerations school districts may have when paying for advertising in every medium, uh, magazines, uh, newspapers, uh, movies, billboards, radio, commercials on TV. We talked through it all. They're doing it in St. Louis and they're having success. Nice. That's a good one. I saw that and I bookmarked it to go back and watch that video. So check that out. Peach Jar Extra Credit. Follow them. Check out peachjar.com, nickelstrategies.com. If you need help with your public relations strategies and soundmind.app. If you need some mental health for your students, your staff, they have a whole program and app. It's really good. So check them out. All right, Matthew. Enjoy the rest of your day, your week, your month, and your year. Yeah, they should do that in a song. 
three day weekend this weekend. Uh, don't don't forget. Don't come in on Monday. Well, you might be telling them two weeks from now, though. Who knows when this episode is going to hit the air? So. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, yeah, check We're your calendar. Yeah, consult your, your calendar. consult your legal team to make sure you don't have to come in on Monday. You're going to be um, a Monday in February. Somebody's like, Matthew told me I don't have work today. <laughs> I don't have to work today, so I didn't come in. Hey, that's all right. Definitely check the calendar. <laughs> all right, my man. Thanks for everything. Let's, um, oh, we can't forget to throw a little. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah. All right, brother. Have a good weekend. Yep. You too. See y'all. See ya.